we are. The seagulls are circling <laughs> here at uh, Queen's home, Queen's Rachel home. Burford. What are we, 40 minutes, 45 minutes off the back of the, uh, the final whistle? And Gloucester Hartbury are champions of England. And on the day, deservedly so, you'd have to say. Yeah, definitely. I think the way that they started the game and kept the pressure on Exeter, there were some moments. Um, that obviously, Exeter did come back into it. But I think for the 80-minute performance, the way they came out in the second half, um, their ability to finish and execute when they got into the 22 was probably their best all season. Um, but yeah, you just saw... I remember watching Mo and Zoe Allcroft as they entered the pitch. Obviously, lots that we'll probably get into around the crowd and being at home and all of that, but their face meant business. That's what I recognised. They weren't wrapped up in all the emotion. They weren't wrapped up in the day. It was all about the business of what they needed to take care of. Obviously, I was at home and let's just park and all that kind of noise that goes around. This is clubs who bid. It is decided months and months beforehand, so it is where it is. But today, it was an advantage, and for me, that can't happen a, 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 again. That's a discussion for another day. But this crowd, this occasion, was fabulous, and it fed into the game completely. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's got to be on a neutral ground, and yeah. I think from being experienced, being in finals, it would make a significant difference if we had some of those games at Harlequins and, and you know, it would have made a difference to Saracens being at home as well. So I think, yeah, looking forward, it's got a bit of, of a neutral ground and I think we've got to be smart around the decisions, you know, recognise where certain teams could potentially be um, and I think, you know, nobody knew at that point where potentially the league could have gone but no. they did have glimpses of it. Um, but at the same time, Exeter did such a good job of, putting loads of buses on getting all their supporters so many extra flags so but if you don't have a, cra- a, a supporting network that travel then you could be in a real problem if yeah. you came here today and and so yeah it's definitely i think you know future wise they're probably future proof that that kind of decision yeah and it it was brilliant because the extra crowd would start with the tomahawk chop and then Immediately, they're coming with glass, glass. It, it, was a, it was a fabulous, fabulous atmosphere. It felt like an international today. It really did, it didn't did. it? did. Like we went Proper and occasion. grabbed a coffee, but we couldn't get to the coffee station. It was weaving in and out of people, and it, it, it just—I've never felt anything like it at a women's domestic game before. Hundred, hundred percent. When we did the first one of these, the first ever league game televised, I, t- to where it is now, um, it, it makes me highly. Highly emotional. This, the, these are these are occasions now. Whether it's sixty thousand, whatever at Twickenham, to ten thousand here today. These are proper occasions now, and you got to say full credit. We've actually got Sean Lynn and, and James Forrester stood right in front of us here or, or on the field, um, obviously sort of cogitating what's just gone uh, got in front of them. They've been brilliant this season, Gloucester. There was a disconnect between the, the club and Gloucester Hartbury. That has been solved. I, I think in no small part to James Forrester and you could see the whole club got behind Gloucester this week and it almost felt like it was written in the stars yeah I I think you know what what the club has done over the season has been remarkable you know down to the small details that mean so much to players the names on the shirts the embroidery the men getting behind the players like those things add up and matter and make you feel like you are part of one whole club and one club movement we know that 
down here at Gloucester. They are rugby mad in this town. And for them to have turned it around, I think originally we were around 2,000 tickets. And then as soon as they got their, their place in the, the final, suddenly it was 4,000. And then today, yesterday or a couple of days ago, 8,000. Then it got up to 9,000, 9,500. I think, you know, there's definitely a movement going on. And everyone's been pulling in that direction. It's not just about the players and the management, but it's the other supporting networks, the male players who have got on board as well and supported the players. So everyone's kind of pushed in that direction to make this club be, you know, not only performing on the pitch, but also all the parameters around it. Well, look, it ended 34-19. Uh, a handsome win, really, in the end for, for Gloucester Hartbury. Uh, here's a delighted captain, Mo Hunt. The Queens are champions of English rugby. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Sound good? No, it's amazing, yeah. Honestly, couldn't be happier right now. Um, unbelievable group, unbelievable staff, everyone, not just the staff that coach us week in, week out, like the whole wraparound, the people in the stadium, everyone that's been behind us this whole journey, Gloucester rugby itself, everything about it, just, yeah, what dreams are made of. Who's up there writing this stuff in the stars? Because that's how it seemed like today. And I, you know, I'll be honest with you, I, I tipped extras to, to win today, but there just seemed to be something at this ground today. Did you feel that in the change room? Yeah, 100%. I think um, I felt it for a few years, actually, um, since I hurt my ankle, that there's someone up, on, up there looking down on me. And, um, yeah, like it was just it's special. Unbelievable control from you, you and Clakey all game long. Are you surprised that you seem to be on the, on the front foot more than possibly some people are expecting? No, not at all. Like Our forward pack have been insane all season. I think Exeter have been brilliant, but I don't know how much they've been challenged consistently across the board in terms of that defence. I know that they've got the best attack in the league, like we were very aware of that going into the game, but our defence is up there with one of the best, and we knew that defence wins games. Like Your attack de- determines how much, but if we could get our defence right, then like playing the right areas that territory battle was going to be massive for us as well and I thought Flakey was insane today off the boot like that little 50-22 spiral just out of nowhere that, that's what she's got in her locker and like for me probably not my best day. it wasn't it was probably the worst game of rugby I played all season and that's okay because I just was feeding Flakey and she was doing the job for me and at times you've just got to be big enough to put your hand up and be like now nah, like you've got this today like let's just get the ball in your hands and she was insane like, I'm so glad she got player of the match because yeah she deserved that what was the last thing you said to the team before you got out of the change room? I think I said, we've done it all. Like, we know everything. If you need firing up for this, then you're in the wrong sport. Like, this is our game plan. This is what we're going after. Um, I will give it everything. Like, basically, follow me, follow Zoe, and um, we'll do it. The, the big top's going to be jumping tonight, uh, wherever you go. Um, circus performances and all the rest of it. Who will be the most meaningful hug for you tonight, Mo? My granddad. Yeah, my granddad was, um, like, he struggled getting out there a bit. Um, he's missed a few games this season, just health reasons. And to have him here, to have him, like, be back on his feet and, and like that and be in the crowd today uh, just means everything. Like, having my family there, mum, dad, grandma, granddad, sisters, like, aunties, uncles, all of that lot, just so special. Congratulations on a personal level. I'm delighted for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Delighted, personally, for her. It's, it, it's been a bumpy old road, um, but... She's the first one to say, and, and just did then, that, that this is a team game and it's been a club effort. They were magnificent today, hugely physical, knew what was coming on. It was tin hat time, but they just absorbed it. They, Martin George used to say, they enjoyed the knocks. Yeah, and I just think they were relentless throughout the whole game. Whether they had the ball or they were in defence, they were constantly relentless. And there was a moment where, and I think it really sums them up as a team, where... 
I think it was it was a line out. They had knocked it on, but Exeter managed to hold on to it. And one player went in to try and drive them in such. And literally in milliseconds, there was five or six other Gloucester Heartbeat. And I think that's been the difference for them. If one goes, they all go. They all buy into what they want to do. They know that they're going to have some errors and some things aren't going to go the way, but they still buy into what they're doing and they keep moving forward. And I just think the relentless play today from them was, you know, unrelenting. <laughs> Is that even a word? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, just have a couple more gin and tonics. Um, look, I, I want to bring it up, the, 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 the physicality. Sarah Beckett was putting herself around a, a couple of hits there. I thought Kelsey Jones has been question marks over her hours at, at times, but in the loose. And again, today, she was absolutely superb. Yeah, she was. And do you know what? They're on a, quite a few of those shots. I was expecting Alex Matthews to pop up, but it wasn't. It was Kelsey Jones. And, and she was also very good over the ball, got a couple of really critical yep. turnovers. One down here under the post here, yep. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, her game has, has truly changed. I think, you know, Sean Lynn's given her so much confidence this year. She's been the key starter for them. And sometimes that's all it takes to, to see the best in somebody. Yeah, and they've got internationals all over the place. They've still got a few injuries in there, haven't they? Um, Connie Powers coming back from concussion, so she was on the bench. She added something. Who else are the key players today? Emma Singh? Yeah, I thought Emma Singh was good. Marshalled the backfield really well. I think defensively, we talked about Kate Zachary and Claudia McDonald not really getting any opportunities in on the outside channels, and that's because Emma Singh's closing the gate on the outside was Incredible. Her one-on-one defence nailed her tackle every single time, but her timing and recognition to know when to come in to be that last defender on the edge was really critical, um, and she absolutely nailed that. And that kick from, what, 43, 44 metres out was just, you know, really smart decision. Go for the three points, eat some of the time, run the clock down for the Simbin. You know, I reckon Mo probably said, I don't care if you get this or you don't, you're eating some time into it. Um, and that probably just, you know, she thought, because she hadn't, she hadn't converted particularly well before that point and then just managed to slide it right through the middle of the sticks. And I think at that moment, you kind of knew that it was going to go their way. Yeah, uh, 100%. I, there were moments, weren't they, when you thought, and we, we only have to look back at the, the last round in the semi-final. Exeter were 14-0 down. OK, it was at home, it was at their place. And they came back, it was that minute of the second half. But for me, tactically, it was a masterclass for Sean Lynn today. Every little piece that Exeter would normally get and you can't do much about going backwards in a scrum. You know, that, but they kept the ball away from, from the scrum. They all did everything they could. They kept the ball away from the line-out. Second half, they didn't compete any rucks, but competed every single line-out. Tactically, they were right on the money. Yeah, and I think, you know, if you reflect back and you think, oh, you know, Exeter are normally really good in this area and Exeter normally execute here. And instead of flipping it on, well, they weren't good enough, it's actually how good were the opposition at do those tiny little details of getting in the line-out at the right time, being able to turn ball over know exactly when their opportunity to turn a ball over it might be in fourth fourth or fifth phase that's when we're going to go for the steal because we know they're really well organized up until that point so I think that kind of tactical element um definitely shone through and I think Clakey George was another player who was outstanding I think without Clakey George it's a different game because she just manages the pressure moments along with Mo Hunt as well but anytime it gets a bit sticky right Clakey George is in the pocket she sends it downtown sometimes she gets him even a 50-22 and that kind of tactical nothing's on right I'm going to slot it through the middle and I think for that that was the difference for them having her in that pocket being able to just slot to the corners I mean let's look at the sides previously who have won a lot of finals Zoe Harrison Saracens very good sitting in the pocket putting her team in the right area and sometimes that's all you need 
Yeah, and they, they, they rode the wave of emotion, didn't they? I, I, I suggested on the pod this week that it might sort of work against them and the pressure of playing at home, but they, they certainly rode it. Uh, as you say, that, that battle of the breakdown was huge. Here's Bethany Lewis, uh, another delighted Gloucester Hartby player. Bethany Lewis, you're champions of England. How good does that sound? Yeah, it's, I'm kind of spe- speechless. Like, yeah, I've got, I haven't got many words, but um, I think we came here to do the job today. We wanted to win, and it's awesome that we pulled that off. Yeah, uh, it just seemed to be written in the stars, didn't it? And there'd be contention about uh, playing at home. That, that's decided a long, long time ago. Nobody can do anything about that. But it just seems to be written in the stars. This week's been a brilliant build-up here at the club, marketing the boys, getting involved, all the rest of it. It just seems to be written in the stars. Did it feel like that in the change room before the game? Yeah, you know that what the media team, the Gloucester media media team have done this week has been amazing, and it's made us uh, like it's, we've been bubbling all week. And the change room before the game has always has always been, um, I wouldn't say a party, but we've got really good energy in there before the game. We had Maud giving us a dance before the game, and I think it's just that that excitement, and we were all just buzzing to play. Um, but yeah, I understand it was a speech about warriors before the. F- semi-final from Sean Lynn, Linny. What was it today? Um, about togetherness. I think that's been where we've, we've built up to this season and throughout this season. The, the squad that we've got, the backroom staff, just the togetherness we have uh, on and off the field. Um, just playing for each other. That, that was a message, I guess. Yeah, no, nice. Just how physical was it out there? We're halfway about the stand, and it, you could feel it in the stands. It was it was incredibly physical out there, was it not? Yeah, you know, Exeter have always been. We know they're going to be tough up front. They've they've got that strive driving, strong driving mall, strong scrum. So yeah, we knew that physicality was 100% going to be there from Exeter. They're the prob- I think they're the most dominant carries in the in the league. Um, but we've got one of the well, one of the best, if not the best, defence in the league. Um, and I think that's what's brought us here today. What's been the difference this season, Bethan? Because you've been here a while and consistency has, has been the Achilles heel. Why this season have you got that consistency right and gone all the way to the top? Yeah, obviously we made um, some good signings over the off-season and coming into this new season uh, to just bolster our squad. We had, I think, the, the foundations, but just those extra few players to create that strength and depth has been massive for us this season. And where are you putting the big top hat tonight? Where's the circus going to party tonight? <laughs> um, I think all around Gloucester probably end up in, in our house, at Moe's house. <laughs> nice, yeah, you should be putting the kettle on, won't you? Uh, absolutely brilliant. Uh, well done, you. You are Sorry. Allianz Premier 15's champions. Well done, you. I fully admit, and I said to, to Mo Hunt, I, I expect Exeter, having had that final experience, and we know how disappointed Susie Appleby was, not that the fact they lost the final last year, but... They weren't themselves and didn't represent themselves. And I've just had a very forlorn Susie Appleby. Um, do you know what? Let's hear from her. Where are the emotions right now? Uh, I'm gutted for the girls. You know, we've worked really, really hard and it's been a really long season. And we just felt like we were ready today. And um, <laughs> it turns out we weren't. Um, but I would like to pay full credit to Sean and his squad, who were magnificent today. You know, they, they created opportunities. They, they converted opportunities. And that's just what we didn't do. Can you put a finger on? I mean, yeah, half an hour off the, off, off the final whistle. Can you put a finger on on exactly why it didn't quite happen today? No, I can't. There's there's a couple of questions about the selections we made. Um, just 
errors that we don't usually make and, and compounding errors, you know, three back-to-back -back pens that put us under on our own goal line again. Um, you know, you can't survive things like that against uh, good sides. But um, the main message has been, you know, we can't, can't feel sorry for ourselves. We know we've got it wrong. We've got to look out for each other. We've got to stick together. And that's what the girls will be really good at. Um, recover and, and get ready to go again because, you know, we don't want to sit repeatedly in finals uh, and then get it wrong. No doubt, knowing you, your mind's already seen the next season. What can we do differently than if we're in this position? Um, but you're going to have some time now to, to reflect. And this is like Ealing being in a final. <laughs> and that's the magnitude of what you've achieved the last two, three seasons. Two cup wins and, and two league finals. When the dust settles, you, you should be very, very proud of what this squad has achieved in an incredibly short space of time. Yeah, of, co of course I'm proud. You know, the, the pride is the, is the word that we use and, and bounces repeatedly around Exeter because, you know, three years ago we didn't exist. So, of course, we're, we're incredibly pleased with what we're doing. You know, we're growing our own, which is what other clubs, you know, don't seem to be doing that well. Gloucester are the exception. They grow, they grow their own really, really well. Um, we will develop um, and, and, and we'll get better. Right now it's going to hurt. Um, but what we're doing down there is really special. The fans who... You know, came up the, in their droves again today. You know, we call them super fans. They are super fans and beyond. They're just immense, you know, and they're coming repeatedly to these games. 9,000 today supporting women's rugby. <laughs> the game is the winner at the moment. You know, we're not the winners today, but the game is most definitely the winner. Um, you know, it's moving forward and it's going to keep moving forward. I was going to ask you about the occasion, what have you, but you've, you've summed it up absolutely brilliantly. Thank you so much for your, for your time. Uh, go and get a, get a strawberry daiquiri or something and, and, and chill out. Utterly forlorn, Susie Appleby. Lightning does strike twice. They've just not performed for an 80 minutes in a final. Why for you, Berth, today? I just think it was pressure point moments, like decision-making. For Exeter entered this game today being one of the best teams executing in their own 22s, and they really, really struggled today. They couldn't convert that pressure into points. They even poor decisions at times. And I wonder, you've got such an array of, of players within that team. Like, who are your key decision-makers? Who are your leaders that are going... Right, hold on a minute. We don't need to quick tap here. Let's just settle. Let you know, managing the game during during the the duration. And I think that they just lack that a bit today. You know, and I think of some teams that I've played in where I feel under pressure, and the team that some of the leaders just being able to step in, reset, get that composure, then being able to execute. And I just feel like they lacked that a little bit today. A couple of the the errors in the own twenty two, but you know, you you think of the scrum penalty, they've got the advantage of because there's a player off scrum penalty big opportunity for them and then they give away a penalty now you give back that that possession they kick to the corner and now suddenly they're back to 15 players you know it's moments like that you've got to win the big moments but also the little moments and I feel like every time they had that opportunity they just couldn't couldn't take the pressure of it and Gloucester let's be honest were, were, were magnificent um, for for me Liz McGovern didn't have a, 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 a great day that's two finals in a, in, a, in a row. The selection was right. Claudia McDonald coming back in. She just seemed to be trying a little too hard and making mistakes because a couple of times a beautiful ball off Kate Zachary's right hand um, down this left wing here that, that could have put her away, certainly on a one-on-one. -on -one. Just finishing up, because they literally, even the seagulls are beginning to leave now. Um, the, the markings on the picture are being washed away um, and there's a circus to get to somewhere. Um, they dive bombing. <laughs> just talk around the game for, for the moment um, for me one if not two colours of cards were wrong today uh, and I think 
we playing to again the team is at home playing at their home ground and, and I'm not blaming the referee in any way shape or form he assuming across the season he's going to get you know level it all up but it just that just got in the head that makes a massive massive difference and if we are truly going to lower the high tackle those tackles have to be lower it doesn't matter whether it's force or not yeah I know you look I think whenever somebody does a high shot I, I'm worried that these seagulls are going to Give us a little treat in a minute or drop a little present on us. It's good luck. You're coming to money. <laughs> Cards, yes. Um, yeah, look, I think no player, well, that my knowledge of, ever intentionally tries to do that. And so it, let's just put that aside. But for me, you know, that that tackle from Sarah Beckett was direct, direct head contact. And she was, you know, going into the tackle. It wasn't passive. She wasn't soak up or anything like that. And I think, I think... If we want to make sure that our game is safe and it's consistent, then you know we've got to make sure that those kind of collisions are managed. And it felt that the TMO wanted him to have another look and have another thought about the potential card that he was going to do. But you know the card was dealt. Uh, but had that been a red card, it does change the game. Very different. Completely changes the game. Um, but I think that's where you know we've got to raise the conversations you know why is he why would a referee not want to do that because he doesn't want to change the spectacle and so maybe we need to look at the laws and bring in the 20 minute red card where you know Sarah Beckett doesn't continue the game but after 20 minutes a player can come on and we've still got 15 on 15 and that removes the pressure from the referees as well because they've got a job they want to facilitate a great game and they don't want to make a decision like that that could completely change the game it's, it's a challenging spot to be in. Yeah, no, I, 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 totally, I totally get it. It comes back to, there's a few referees and, and what have you that have clearly worked on the league. We're having a, a, a nice drink and what have you here today. But one of them, a senior men's premiership referee, this is a final. It's not, it's not time to experiment with a referee. Wayne Barnes has refereed a game this season. It's the final. It's going to be huge pressure. There's even more pressure because one of the teams, it's their home ground. So I, it wasn't a time for a, for a new referee for me. It was a time for a really experienced head. There were a couple, I'm not going to name names because it's not my style, but there was a couple sat a few rows down from us that are very, very accomplished referees. So, I, yeah, again, I, I think that is possibly something we need to look at. But look, scratch that aside. It was Gloucester's day. It's been Gloucester's season. I like it when the tabletoppers finish. And for the game as a general, today... Gloucester's first final, Gloucester Harby's first final, I should say. Exes are gunning for it as well. A new name on the trophy. It's a good day. Yeah, I think it's overall really, really important, isn't it, to showcase that it's not just a London club that can be successful. The amount of investment that's gone into Exeter, it's gone into Gloucester Harbury, gone into Bristol. You know, all teams that were near or nearabouts could have been here today. Um, and I think, you know, what it does show is that you invest, you bring together the club, opportunities like today can happen nine and a half thousand people watching i played here in a final not for long but i played here in a final and there was maybe what two three thousand if that i don't even think there was potentially that and obviously gloucester being the home team has something to do with it but the fact is that over the the season the league and the talent and the rugby that's being displayed is getting everybody excited about the domestic game we've been seeing this booming in international but now we're seeing it boom in in, in the domestic game and, and we need our games to get, go there because domestic underpins your international programs I, I couldn't agree more I want to get belinda moore on who's the ceo of the new premier 15 yeah i know she's up here um i won't just say but now she's had a, a long old season got a busy few months ahead no doubt but um just to talk about what's going ahead because i, I think 
it needs to get on another level up and I think it absolutely will having spoken to her but let's get her on the pod but Beth, wonderful final thoroughly enjoyed it well done Gloucester well done us well done to you holding the pod together all this time bringing the news and all the guests to, to the show it's been really important and yeah we're all here trying to push the game and, and you're at the front of that Thank you.